babe, wake up. Babe. Oh, oh no, the room's on fire. Woo, woo. Oh, it's uh, an alien invasion. Pew, pew. I guess I'll just eat this egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Or... Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an egg McMuffin or a sausage McMuffin with egg. Each made with real butter and a freshly cracked egg. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Limited time offer. Single item at regular price. Babe, wake up. Babe. Oh, oh no, the room's on fire. Woo, woo. Oh, it's uh, an alien invasion. Pew, pew. I guess I'll just eat this egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an egg McMuffin or a sausage McMuffin with egg. Each made with real butter and a freshly cracked egg. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Limited time offer. Single item at regular price. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Well, hello, everyone. This is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. My name is Billy Dees. Across the way there, I have Sugar Shane. What's going on, man? Doing good. How about yourself? Doing okay. Also, Jack Casey. What's going on, man? How much, man? Just tired after a full eight hours of setting up a store today. So. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize we're actually in different cities, all three of us. Yeah. So... Uh, Shane, technically you're Cuyahoga Falls. Right. And I'm Canton, Ohio. Where are you at, um, Jack? Uh, Ravenna. So we're kind of like uh, spread over northeast Ohio. We got this uh, Ohio groove going on. Yeah. And uh, Sanctuary of Sweet Truth is live twice a week, Monday night and a Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth on Spreaker. And also iTunes. You can check us out anytime you wish, on demand, of course. You can follow us on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. Tweet us anytime. We generally try to answer most of our tweets. And of course, you can. Uh, you you got to be nice. You can send in your 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 suggestions via tweet or what have you. But you got to be nice. <laughs> you got to be nice, right? Yeah. Um, everybody, or at, least, uh, or at least if you're going to be critical, be critical in a nice way. Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with being critical. Yeah, yeah. That that, that I I don't I would say that uh, most of the time that criticism doesn't necessarily translate into not being nice. Right. It it it's only when it's mean spirited. Right. That's yeah. And uh, you know you're just saying something destructive, like you're an asshole or something like that. And right. It doesn't require an intellectual response. So, you know, at that point, it's kind of like, why bother? On the, uh, on the uh, uh, day after Mother's Day, and uh, Shane, I know you were going to do some things with your wife and your two boys. Did you have a nice Mother's Day? Uh, we, usually, we just went to the in-laws, and uh, that was pretty much all we did yesterday. I ended up having to work. 
I had to work five to one. Well, that's kind of not cool. Well, I had to work because, you know, there's mothers that work there. I'm not a mother, naturally. And uh, so uh, they got their their days off. So I'm going to have Father's Day off for sure. Well, one way or the other. (laughs) I'm going to have Father's Day off. So I won't work. Gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) Jack, did you uh, uh, do anything special over the weekend for Mother's Day or what have you? Uh, I worked all weekend. I've been busy setting up the new Meyer store out in Stowe. Um, oh, cool! Which actually has its opening tomorrow at seven. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's so, awesome. You're gonna been, be working? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been uh doing a bunch of deli uh, orders and just kind of training people, setting stuff up, setting up displays. Then he's off on opening day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, because well, the already- yeah, because of the podcast tomorrow. Right, I was like, right. yeah, I can't work Tuesdays. Sorry. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. That's cool. They give you yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. As far as Mother's Make- Day goes, my mom was coming back from Nebraska, so I didn't get to see her, but I gave her a call last night. So. Oh, yeah. Cool. cool. So you have a good time? Yeah, she did. Um, she said she had a great time, so. Um, and uh, I guess she went to go see a play yesterday or something. Oh, so cool. she wouldn't have been around if I would have called her anyway. Yeah. So I called her last night. You know. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I do want to make mention real quick before we get started into the show. I want to thank everybody that listened. We had a spectacular week last night. Last week, I don't know if you saw the stats, but that one go Starbucks that you had. Yeah, uh, that one did eighty something. We had over eighty something, close to a hundred listens just for that one episode. So uh, we had a pretty good week last week. Uh, so that was oh, that good. is absolutely yeah. fantastic. So everybody that listened, I appreciate it. And anybody that shared it or whatever the case may be, thank you very much. So uh, great week. Awesome. That is absolutely fantastic. I kind of had a, um, I guess you would say, uh, a bittersweet Mother's Day. I enjoyed going over to um, my wife's uh, parents. We had a, a nice visit. Um yeah, of course, you know, my mom died last year, and it was right. kind of weird. It was kind of weird because, obviously, my whole life, uh, you know, mom has been around for Mother's Day, and uh, she wasn't. So, you know, that's kind of sad, but, uh, boy, I'll tell you, um, she was really not doing well that last year or so, yeah. and, uh, you know, it's just. I don't, uh, I don't know if you ever get used to it because my, my aunt, my grandmother has been dead seven years. And yeah. that, was, that was my aunt's mother and my mom's mother, and they still miss her every Mother's Day. I mean, it's just something. I mean, you know, I'm not saying you don't get used to it or get to deal with it, but I mean, or learn to deal right. with it. But but I'm just saying, I think on that day, you're always gonna, you know, have some time that you set aside in your mind that you're gonna think about that because that's just human nature. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course. Also, yesterday, this is, of course, uh, we're live and we're recording on Monday, May 13th. Yesterday was the second to the last Game of Thrones. Uh, did you get a chance to check it out, Shane? I can't watch it till probably later, about a couple of days from now, because I don't have HBO now anymore. So I watch it through an, oh, upload, okay. through an upload. But I did hear that some people were, weren't too happy about it, so... Yeah, that's kind of what, without getting into, we might be treading just a little bit on a spoiler, although not a big one, because all this is all over the internet. But Yeah, I know a little uh, bit. Yeah, a lot of people were really unhappy with the storyline. Now, for those of you that are slightly interested, we won't go into this too much, but the Daenerys character, the blonde queen, um, she kind of lost it 
mm-hmm. on yesterday's episode and I got a, got a little mean, let's say. Yeah. And a lot of people were upset about this storyline, but she's this the isn't dragon. the first time. Her, yeah, this isn't <laughs> the first time that uh, she's done something like this. Right. And some people were, uh, you know, tweeting out a whole bunch of stuff about, well, over the last 10 years, she's done this, this and this. There was the crucifixion scene and on these other things. So, um, yeah, that was a bad you, scene where she had everybody's heads hanging up and everything. I mean, that was pretty bad. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the gist that I got, uh, USA Today and a few others, the, the reviewers seem, seem to be that they've spent years cultivating these characters. You know, they, they've, they've created these characters, and now it seems like they're in a hurry to have them do dumb things. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, you know, I guess so. But the bottom line here is <laughs> this is a fictional story. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, people are battling uh, back and forth about certain aspects of this story. And the bottom line is, is it's it's derived from imagination. Well, the thing about it is they can't, they can't blame the creators. I mean, for the creators, they have a certain aspect to go with it. And, of course, the filming and stuff. Yeah. But the story itself was by the creator himself. This is George Martin. That he's this is his story. It's still he's still in control of it. So if he ever does yeah. get the books out, this is what will be in the books. So I mean, you know, I, this is his vision. So I mean, that's the, that, you know whether you agree or disagree with it. It is his vision, like you said, his imagination. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I find it a little bit. I, I like the Game of Thrones, and uh, I I enjoy it as as fantasy. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's very well produced. There's no question about that. Um, I really love the music, the music in it. Yeah. Uh, all, all, everything that goes along with it is fantastic, but nonetheless, it is a fantasy story. Now, interestingly, also on HBO, I've been watching this Chernobyl. Now, now this to me, um, I, I've, I've got two episodes under my belt. Now the second one was just tonight. Mm. And, um, I remember that. I followed that in the news. I was always kind of a, a news junkie. And I was very young when that when that happened, but I remember following it in the news and and uh you know the 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 USSR at that time um the the news about that was just coming out in in little bits and pieces because they were very secretive about what was going on over there. And then once of course the radiation readings were coming in from all over the world there was no hiding it at that point and uh it's uh, we, we, watching this series it's really creepy and, I, and I, i'll tell you it's creepy not only because of you know the the spookiness of the radiation and what was going on in that town but it's creepy because it really happened yeah you know, there were people that were exposed to that radiation for way too long because people wanted to cover it up and what a shame that was. And, um, I'm sure a lot you know, of as bad as it was from that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I don't know that the Soviet union, the, the former Soviet union and, um, you know, the current Russia, I, I don't know that those statistics will ever be fully known. I'm, I'm sure it's, it's horrific. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but anyway, what I was getting into is this was this is a real a real story, and I find that very captivating that people actually went through this. And as bad as it was, it could have been a lot worse. They they diverted to some near uh, 
even worse scenarios with the way that thing was burning. So it could have been much worse. It could have been cataclysmic for an entire continent. Mm. Um, and uh, But anyway, I find that very uh, intriguing. If you do get a chance, uh, do check out Chernobyl. Uh, very interesting program. Very uh, realistically creepy. And when you start watching it, you'll know what I mean. Is it one? Is it like a miniseries, one season or whatever? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's I'll a have to check it out. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's very, very, uh, very good. One more thing here. I, well, I got a couple things showbiz related. Doris Day. Uh, haven't heard much about her in recent years, but she did pass away at the age of 97. Oh, I didn't know she had died. I just, that's the first I heard of it. Yeah, yeah, she uh, died at 97. That was my uncle's uh, childhood crush. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, She was adorable. Yeah, great voice. She really was. Yeah, yeah, she had a great voice, very talented, adorable. Uh, I, I can certainly understand why she was such a big star. And, uh, you know, she re- represents a, a, a bygone era. Oh, a long gone, won't ever return. Yeah, of, of entertainers, yeah. Uh, certainly, and uh, I don't know that that era is ever really going to be uh, replaced. Nah. Uh, she had a very uh, wholesome image, and uh, uh, it, it's almost like, to, it, you know, I've heard people t- today criticizing uh, the image of this, uh, you know, wholesome, pure, and w- what's wrong with that, you know? Yeah, uh, well, you live in an age, you live in a different time now, man, it's like. If you don't, you gotta have some, a half a dozen problems. Yeah, to, you know. <laughs> if you ain't got, if you don't have mental issues, been on drugs, or show your tits and your ass, you ain't go. You know, yeah. they don't figure you're gonna make it in the business. You know, that's just pretty much how it is. And uh, yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't have. I can't think of one figure that even comes close to anybody like that in entertainment right now. I mean, that I can think of. I mean. Even when you had Miley Cyrus and her little Disney World thing, as soon as she gets old enough, she's done went to ass. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, nobody stays that way long. I don't understand, you know, uh, being sexual it isn't necessarily a sign of growing up. No. And it seems to be that that's the signal. Well, well Miley's growing up now. There's her, you know, her her wahoo sticking out yeah and uh i just i don't know if that's uh if that's grown up Mm-mm. i mean it, it's not to me it shows uh, regression not progression to me it shows yeah. she, to me it shows she's ignorant i mean when she got up on stage at the grammys and did that with what's her name i wasn't impressed one bit matter of fact i was disgusted i thought it made her look like a complete yeah. nutter damn fool yeah well, keep, keep in mind little kids like to take their clothes off and run around too well, yeah, that's little kids. I'm talking about somebody that's grown, 20-something years no, no, old. No, that's, that's what I meant with the regression thing, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I get what you're Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's pretty much what she's done. I mean, it's like, and she even acted like a little kid on that stage. I mean, it was just so stupid the way she looked and her tongue flinging out of her mouth and crap. I mean, she looked like a complete idiot. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know that she was, but the first thing I thought when I seen it, I said, damn, she must be on drugs. I mean, because it looked like it. Yeah, I was hoping she was, because I mean, surely there was some reason for her to be acting like that. <laughs> yeah, 
she uh and i'm not picking on her but just in general that there seems to be especially with child stars when when they get to that like 18 19 20 years old they have to flip the switch and quote unquote grow up and go for an adult audience so that means exposing yourself right or or acting in some sexual way and you know sexuality doesn't necessarily reflect adulthood at all Um, And there's lots of ways to look attractive in a more mature manner without being overtly sexual. And if anything, I find it, uh, you know, more attractive to have just, you know, just whether it be a man or a woman or what have you, just just be attractive and and, uh, you know, uh, perform their heart out and and do these things. Maybe obviously do more mature material or more mature type sounding record or whatever. That's fine. Uh, but to stick your ass in the camera and say I'm all grown up now, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. It doesn't make you attractive to walk around just just doing stuff like that. Because I mean, to me, it doesn't make you attractive to be half naked but still have an IQ of sixty. That doesn't really impress no. me any. I mean, I, I'm more impressed by brains than I am by whether you walk around looking like a fool. Yeah. I mean, that to no. me, that doesn't show intelligence. I'm not saying she's stupid. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. it makes her no. look stupid. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. It does look stupid to me. I mean, I mean, she might have an yeah. IQ of damn near 200. I don't know, but I, I mean, doubtfully. But I'm just saying, if she does, that's great. But it ain't showing, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I get you. So I don't know, but anyway. Um, uh, speaking of a new image for famous people, Felicity Hoffman pleaded guilty to the college admission scandal. Now, they haven't sentenced her yet, but the talk is that the prosecutor is recommending a $20,000 fine, which is chump change. Yeah, that ain't nothing to her. She could find that on the couch. Yeah, and uh, uh, a four-month prison, which which I'm guessing is going to be a minimum security, which yeah. is fine. And I, I don't, you know, I'm not crazy. I don't, I don't want somebody like this going to a maximum security yeah, prison she, with yeah, death row people. She, yeah, no. she didn't do nothing uh, like crazy. Nothing. No, no, no. And 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 then she's going. They're recommending a 12-month sus, uh, uh, supervised release mm-hmm. after that. Wow. So that's pretty. That's I'm a pretty. Su- yeah. I'm surprised they did that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's uh, it, I I I don't really understand the scope of the scandal. Um, it seems like the other one that was accused is in a little bit more trouble, and I don't know why. But um, this is a relatively slap on the wrist. I mean, this is more or less paying which a fine. One's, which one's Felicity? That ain't the full she, house one, is it? No, no, that's okay. the other one. Yeah, the other one, the reason why, yeah, she went a whole lot further from what I understand. There was a lot of stuff involved with hers. It was a lot more criminal, a lot more. I mean, it, yeah, from what I understand, hers was a lot worse. It, yeah, she was, I mean, they with the photos and the photos that they put and photoshopping pictures and there was Oh, lies, okay. Yeah, there was lies involved with it. There was all kinds of lies told and everything else. And there, yeah, there was there was a lot of shady stuff involved with her. That Lori, whatever her name was, I forget, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why any of these famous people have to bribe it. There's plenty of good schools yeah. that if your kids have even decent grades yeah. that will accept you if you have enough money. <laughs> so, I mean, she'd, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, she'd have been better off just spend $50,000 and put a new wing on a college, and there your kid would have been in. That's all you had to do. That's how it works. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think it's a vanity thing, you know, like, oh, well, my child went to Harvard, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be why people will 
go and cheat or try and just give a bunch of money to have their kids accepted. It's just kind of like so yeah. they can jerk themselves off about what great parents they are, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I kind of wonder if the prestige of some of those colleges is starting to fall off because, um, I mean, everybody's going to be impressed if you went to Yale or Harvard or one of those things, especially for, you know, postgraduate work. Uh, when you start getting into, uh, you know, master's degrees and then PhDs and all those other stuff. But um, I, I just don't know that going to one college versus another really means a whole lot anymore as, as, it, as, it, as it once did. Um, and, but who, who knows? I'm sure in that, in that realm of society or every little piece of BS that you can come up, come up with, make an impression matters. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't imagine myself being that, uh, being that shallow and being that desperate to do something like that. They're, you're not helping your kids at all. No, you spoil them. When they come out of college, if if you get away with it and they get through college, when they get out into the real world, they're going to expect to buy their way through it too. And uh, yeah, yeah, you're not helping them at all. They don't. They're not going to earn anything. All they if if they get anything, that's why I don't have anything for people that are rich and their kids are rich based on their parents because they haven't achieved anything. They're just doing whatever mom and dad tells them to do. So yeah, 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 that that is true. Now there are exceptions. I know. I've known a lot of uh, business people over the years uh, where their their children not only took their business and, and, and made it, you know, continued to make it successful, but they actually took it to another level. They understood the, the new types of marketing you have to do and all these other things. But, but, and this is a big but, there's a lot of times when there's nobody, there isn't anybody that's worse to deal with than a second-generation business owner. Oh, yeah. They, they can be the absolute worst because they just presume that it's that easy for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and, and, yeah, you're right. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times successful parents make it too easy um, for their children regardless of what business it is. And... Uh, I don't believe in the long run that it serves them well. Uh, some, at some point or another, uh, they're going to find out that not everybody in the world loves them. And not everything they do is going to get praised. Right. But well, it'll happen we're, sooner. Well, we're in that entitled generation now, though. I mean, you're in that place now where everybody feels like they're entitled to something. Not oh, just, yeah. Not just the rich kids. I mean, yeah, they're rich are the, you know, maybe the worst, but just even the kids that are even growing up in middle-class America or whatever the case may be, if they don't, you know, if they didn't get a trophy, you know, oh, God, let's raise hell. You know, and, and, yeah. you know that's that's ridiculous. you got to learn sometimes, you know, in one point in life, you got to realize some people win and some people lose. And it's about how... Well, you win, and how well you lose is what shows what kind of character you have. You know what I found about entitlements. I, you know, being in the media business, media marketing related business, I have a lot of times people come up to me and they ask me advice. A lot of times it's technical advice. It's you know about equipment or about this, that, and the other thing. And you know, these are people that quote unquote want to make it in the marketing industry. They want to, you know you know, really get control of their own advertising. And, and I stress as a professional and I don't know how many times this has happened. I'll mention, I'll mention a certain type of software and, uh, I'll make some recommendations and I'll say, you know, it's, it's pretty affordable too. And then affordable, 
mean I have to pay for it? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, no, no, wait a minute. You're a professional. You claim to be a professional, and you want to use nothing but free software. Right. I, I find it really amazing, really amazing. I'll tell you, there, there, there's something about music. Music and software, for some reason, have become entitlements in some people's minds. They, they shouldn't have to pay for either one. And I don't know how that happened. Well, the reason why music's, been, that, music's became that way because people's made it so readily available. I mean, it's it's everywhere and anywhere. I mean, the way that most musicians make money now, which really has been the case for years. I mean, record sales, even back in the day. I mean, you only if you made twelve cents on a record sale, that was major money, and uh, the most of this money is made in concerts. That's where the bulk of the money is made. Oh yeah, well, touring has always been with the oh, big yeah. money. Big acts, yeah, but, that's but, absolutely but, true. But, but there, there was a way to make money on, on yeah. records at one time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as far as to say uh, that records are more advertising to come see you live. Yeah, because like uh, yeah. Ray Charles, if you watch, if you watch the movie Ray, when you go back and look at it, they made a big deal because, of course, this was back in the forties or whatever it was. They made a big deal because he was making six cents per record. And I remember one time back in the day when Madonna was rolling around, she made close to twelve cents a record, and that was a big deal for her. You don't make a lot of money on album sales. I mean, you make something. I mean, we know if you sell, you know, of course it adds up. If you sell, you sure. know, if, you, if your album goes platinum or whatever. But the thing about it is, is even if anybody buys anything nowadays, it's always MP3s or whatever off an iPhone. I couldn't, I mean, I'm surprised CDs are still around. I'm just going to be honest with you. There's hardly anybody I know that goes out and buys a CD anymore. I mean, yeah, the high-end people still do. Yeah, the high-end people still do. I mean, yeah. I don't even, I don't even listen to a CD. I got CDs from, but I don't. Even, I think they're over in a cabinet somewhere. I just don't even mess with them because, I mean, if I want to pop on a song, I just go to YouTube and listen to it. I just, I don't really have a. I mean, it's just too readily available. I'm not saying that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, I wish it would go back to the old way it was. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they could do with a hell of a lot of this, do away with a lot of this social media as far as I'm concerned, as long as they want to put it on a level playing field. But as long as they're going to make it that easily available for me, I'm not going to be stupid and not use it. I'm going to take advantage of it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just, I can't help it. They make it that ready. They want to stop it. I'll go out and buy a CD. But it's yeah, I, yeah, I hear again, I, I, I'm really a, 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 a proponent of intellectual property. Right. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with music being sold cheap as long as it's being done within the framework of the record company and the artist. What I what I don't like is the idea that you can somehow get it free and that's cool. Right. I, I, I and it, that's that's true of software or anything else. Somebody put a, a now there's software that's out there that's, you know, uh, you know, it's designed to be free. They're, they're collectively pulled together by these different groups that develop this stuff and they do it to help people get started and all, you know, that's great. That's fantastic. Right. You know, but I'm dealing with people that supposedly are in the business of, of, of sales and marketing, or whatever. And, and the idea that they have to buy software is abhorrent to them. Yeah. Uh, th- that, that to me is just nuts. But I mean, yeah, it, it, the only way they could crack down on music, you'd have to get, they would have to uh, crack down on YouTube. 
Because, I mean, the fact of the matter is, you could ride down the road, put the phone on a dash, and just play YouTube all day and play the songs. You wouldn't even have to turn your radio on. You'd have to do away with YouTube. Pandora would have to be cracked down to where all you had was... Yeah, th- 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 yeah. well, that's different. Th- yeah. That's different because, uh, here again, depending on the situation, if if, if the artist is, is, is dependent on hits... Uh, yeah. You know, for certain types of reimbursement or whatever, they're still getting paid, whether it's right. a, a supporting right. advertising that's on the station or whatever. Well, they probably get paid okay. from YouTube. Too I'm talking well. about illegal. I'm talking about illegal getting your hands on stuff. And, and oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I just I just don't get the fact that it should be free in terms of getting something that you shouldn't have that you shouldn't have. Yeah, I don't. OK, I'm not a, I'm I, not I don't a, I just don't feel that that's cool. I'm not a huge fan of bootleg movies, and I've I've had a couple way back oh, in the no, day. Absolutely not. I had a couple way back in the day that I got off a guy, and I, I I would never buy them again because really they're just crap copies. I mean, it really you can't even see it anyhow. Yeah. I don't even know the point in buying it. I, I tried to watch one one time. I can't remember what it was. The vision was terrible. The the visual was terrible. I mean, I'm sitting here trying to move my head to keep up with a guy rocking the camera, and I'm like, man, forget this jazz. It was pathetic. Was no point in even trying to watch it. There's some folks that go out and buy them like crazy. I'm like, why? You're not even. I mean, you're spending yeah. five bucks when you could just spend five bucks more and get a decent copy of the movie. Well, back yeah. in back in the day, I used to pirate video games, um, mostly just to see if they worked on my computer. Because with computer games as opposed to console games, you never know if there's going to be some little system requirement that's going to block you from, you know, being able to play the game. And then you can't play the game, but then you opened it, so you can't return it. So that's like sixty bucks gone right there. But if I liked yeah. the game and it worked, I'd always end up buying the game because the official copy is better anyway. Oh, sure. Um, with music, okay. though, uh, some some bands are actually getting smart to the whole uh, music on YouTube thing and just putting their albums up as playlists and monetizing it. Like uh, yeah. one of my favorite bands, Portugal, the man does that. Um, and uh, they, they get what looks like pretty decent money off the uh, the revenue. Yeah, and I'm all so. for that. Yeah, as long as the people that created the music, whether it be the technical people, the record company, the artists, what have you, it, whether it's on the back end through monetization or whatever, as long as, as you're in that framework of legality, I don't have a problem with right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think a lot of the accusations of entitlement, too, comes from the old gatekeepers, you know, the, either the record companies who would exploit artists and pretty much keep most of the money. Yeah. That's who got and so what they do is they kind of put out like an advertisement campaign saying, you know, Oh, look at these leeches when they're paying, you know, the artist 10 cents for a record. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I think a lot of people are getting sick of supporting these big conglomerates. And once the internet made it easier to freely share stuff, it was like, well, why not just cut these dinosaurs out as the middleman? Yeah. I have a big problem with record companies. I don't care who knows what I mean. It's just, I mean, I don't, I mean, the artist gets paid, like I said, for the tours is the most of the money. But when back, especially back in the day, like you said, before they had all this come along, the record companies were the ones getting rich. I mean, they were the one. I mean, oh were, yeah, sure. I mean, they were getting loaded. And, and that's a legitimate point, Jack. I absolutely agree with that. I don't, and, I don't like that either. Well, it's one of the okay, reasons but, that I kind of got pissed at the drummer of Metallica when he oh, went off yeah. against Napster. It was like, so you're getting bent over by this giant conglomerate, and you're going to sit and defend them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not not only are you like a multimillionaire yourself, but I mean, wouldn't you want more up and coming artists to have you know better wages and stuff like that? Well, no, it's 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 starving all the artists and everything. Well, no, it's really just starving the beast. 
that was um, yeah. causing problems in the first place. It's funny. And, well, uh, it's funny you well, the that. thing is too about the thing is too about Pandora and Spotify and um, you know Hulu and Netflix and everything. I mean, the piracy has gone down since those became you. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, because, because of the now that people can access anyway, whatever they want instantly, sure. Yeah, and now absolutely. That people can, uh, the the only time I ever even download anything anymore is if it's something that's like not on any service that I could just pay for. Yeah, you know, like say a, a British t- or a Canadian TV show that you can't yeah. find in any streaming service. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be able to buy it anyway. Yeah, but I still want to watch it. That that's absolutely right, and that's just that that much more reason why there's no excuse to be obtaining files and downloading them off of some goofball site. Right. That's all the more reason there's no excuse for it anymore. Um. But anyway, not to spend too much time on that, but you're absolutely right. Now, the only thing I'll say about the record companies is that, you know, a lot of times they invest a lot in these artists. It's not just a matter of, you know, it's, it's easy to, you know, at, at the end of their, after, after somebody's famous, consider they're only getting so many cents per recording. But you got to keep in mind that a lot of times when these bands get signed to record companies and all that, spend millions promoting this. And th- then, then... <laughs> <laughs> they're told they can't, you know, reap the benefits once the the star gets established. That's why a lot of times, you know, they're when when a big star gets signed, they they have to do two or three albums. They have to sign for that many long because they want to make sure that after the they launch these people, that they're going to get some of the gravy money back. And that's another thing that's changed too. I mean, uh, it, that's one of the reasons why it's getting harder and harder to you know promote music because of the fact that it's so complicated now. It's just not as cut and dry as it was in the 1970s. Yeah. Uh, there's so many ways to get music now. You have so many different categories of music. Uh, radio stations and formats are very fragmented. There's all kinds of digital radio stations now. And we could go on and on with this, but it, it, the formula for creating, uh, and let's say what happened with Elvis and the Beatles and some of those other things, that 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 foundation is, is not there anymore. Uh-huh. So you have a much more... You have a much more uh, a fragmented uh, way of promoting music and getting it out there. Sometimes a certain avenue will work for one artist and it won't work for another. Uh, so a lot of that is, is there's just that much more hit or miss in the industry now. So, But that's a whole nother. I, I'll throw this next subject uh, towards you, Jack, because this is kind of political. And I'd be interested, as, as a liberal, what's your reaction with this to be? Um Alyssa Milano, who you may know is an actress, and uh, she has a very active role as a feminist and uh, an advocate for the Me Too generation. Oh, boy. And, and, uh, I, know I know where he's going with this. And uh, I, I, I'll defend her in this regard. I, I believe her heart is in the right place with a lot of the stuff that she's doing. Uh-huh. But with that being said, she caused quite a, a uh, brouhaha, let's say, um, because here's what happened with and, and I'm with her on this. Some of these anti-abortion bills now are getting crazy. Yeah. Okay. And I I don't want to, you know, go down that road of talking about abortion on today's program. It's a complicated subject. Short and sweet thing. My position is with the woman. Okay, I don't necessarily have I'm not going to get on any moral high horse about abortion itself. 
But to talk about that subject, to try to regulate that subject, you have to reach inside the domain of a woman's body. There's absolutely no question about that. And there should be more consideration given to what a woman goes through in all of this talk rather than having all these uh, committees, which are basically sausage parties and a bunch of old guys who probably can't even get it up anymore, <laughs> making all these decisions mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, about women. So I'm with her on that. In spirit, I'm with her on this. But here's what she did. She proposed a sex strike. OK, to protest the anti-abortion laws and the long and the short of it was. Was that since women can no longer risk pregnancy, they shouldn't be having sex. Well, good luck with getting a lot of horny women to um, withdraw <laughs> from sex. Uh, OK, that's that's the special princess. See how long, uh, I, see how long I strike last. <laughs> One of you is going to cave eventually, and we have internet porn on our side, so, you know. Um, <laughs> and, 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 that, and it's not going to be long before we have robots. Right. Almost, I mean, it's going to be like Westworld. I, I get it. I mean, I really do get it. Um, I, I think that's a stupid way to go about it, but I get it. And um, honestly, I, I'm not a huge fan of modern feminism. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. I, I think a lot of them take it too far. Like, uh, this guy said something sexist, so they'll get him fired from his job, you know, stuff like that. Um, but uh, I I do think that we need to start taking more of a look at some of these laws that are passing and are going to cost lots of taxpayer money to get shot down in court, again, is unconstitutional, like the heartbeat yeah. bills. Um, in fact, one of the most ridiculous ones I've seen lately has said that um, if a woman has to get an abortion from an uh, epoptic pregnancy, you know, where it's in the fallopian tube... Yeah. They, they have to take it out and re-implement it into the uterus, oh, which is, geez. you know, a medical procedure that has never existed, you fucking stupid assholes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, and you can tell that these men who are these, like, male senators and, you know, people like that, and I apologize for the F word, but um, have never, ever opened an anatomy book because, no, that's just not a thing that exists. Or they're trying to say that uh, a, miscar or a miscarriage should be the same as murder. Well, interestingly, uh, about three quarters of all fertilized eggs actually do end up, you know, exiting yeah. the body during a period. That's and I'm a crazy. guy, and I know this. It's that like, is, how can you not? Uh, that is it's stupid. Just, how can you claim yeah. a miscarriage to be murder? Well, apparently, it's it, the woman did it on purpose. In oh every case. my it god! Had nothing to do with any medical issue or any of that. As I said, these these people making these crazy anti-abortion laws are retarded. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's, it's just, getting crazy now. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is that, like, uh, abortion is, you know, while it's seen as kind of an ugly thing, it's also kind of a good thing. Because now you have fewer unwanted children that people can't afford. And um, you have, I mean, uh, you have fewer women going on, you know, maternity leave for a child that's going to have them to, you know, go have to call in sick all the time. I mean, and. And it should be, you know, your choice. And on the same scale, I do believe that a man who doesn't want to have anything to do with a child that he didn't want, I mean, should be able to sign off on it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and not have to have any financial penalty. If the mother really wants to keep it, well, you know, you're kind of on your own. But uh, the heartbeat bill is, has been pissing me off lately. It's because you can't even detect a heartbeat until they say six weeks, but that's actually blood vessels. 
it's almost like two months, I believe, is when you can first out to de- or detect a quote unquote heartbeat. Yeah. So it's just religion sticking its nose in everything again and just trying to yeah. tell people what to do and lord over everyone and be busybodies and. Well, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm actually I'm actually surprised because some of the uh, uh, blowback on this to Alyssa Milano was actually actually came from the left. I was actually surprised about that. Um, and, and some of the feminists said that uh, this kind of walks the line of bribing men with your body. And that's you know, that's not what feminism is all about. That was some of the criticism um, that they that she had. And also some of some people criticized her. And here again, also from the left, by somehow suggesting that sex is not pleasurable to women. Uh, and that's just something that they do to, you know, well, yeah, that's, my exact, that's my exact point. It's like women like sex, too. I mean, yeah, you know, and like uh you're going to tell them, you know, to go on the strike. And um, and a lot of women do use sex to get what they want. I mean, you know, whether it be a stable home or, you know, um, whatever. Well, I think it was so, just, I think it was a stupid statement all around because, I mean, you can't blame all men. I mean, what if your husband or your partner or whatever you're with doesn't agree with it? Are you going to? I've got it. What are you going to do? Say, oh, I'm going to, I'm not going, to, I'm going to go on a sex strike because of what all these other senators and congressmen say. I mean, that's stupid. That's like, all right, sweetheart, that's cool. I'm just going to go buy a prostitute. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, there. And the thing is, like, if she would have made that statement as a joke, yeah, it would have been a, would have been a good joke. Yeah, I would have appreciated it. Oh, but yeah. I mean, it's like you're you're serious. Like, really, you're going to yeah. try and tell millions of women what to do. I mean, yeah. that's kind of anti-feminist in itself, since feminism at its core is a rebellion against patriarchal society. Yeah, so. and I understand that. Um, you know, that's that's all part of I the, think. the notion that women should be respected and, and their bodies should be respected. And a lot, a lot of times, you know, a lot of people make medical decisions about their body that may technically be morally correct or incorrect based on what the Bible says. Um, you know, for example, okay, here, here's one for you, Shane. You're, you're, you, you've studied religion, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the Catholic Church says contraception is a sin, right? Yeah, they do, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when a man gets a vasectomy, is that a sin? How come I never hear that? Uh, the Catholic Church does, in fact, believe that. Really? Yes, okay, they do. The, re- the reason why I know that is my, I'm not. I wasn't raised Catholic, but my gran- my step-grandfather, or whatever you want to call him, my grandmother's second husband, he was. And the reason okay. why I, I know that is because his first wife was, unless they've changed. I mean, they change crap every damn time I turn around. Yeah, but, yeah, but I know, this, I know. Yeah, but this was back in the whatever years it was, 60s or something like that. His wife had two kids, and she was told she couldn't have any more. If she did, she might die. So he went to he was going to he had a vasectomy done, and the Catholic Church met with him and told him they was going to have to kick him out if he had it done. And he told him, "Well, I'll tell you what." They said, "When my wife dies, I'm going to send y'all the bill." He said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Well, somebody's going to have to pay for these groceries and take care of the kids when I got nobody to help me raise them." Yeah, and, uh, now, and Shane, Shane's absolutely right. That is a thing. Uh, or vasectomies and getting your tubes tied are seen as a sin by the Catholic Church. Yeah, really, yeah. I did not know that. That's not. Yeah, it's well, a weird. I, one, I, I don't. I, I will. I'll say this. I don't hear it mentioned very often. They're, they're real quick to point out the sins of women, but I, yeah. I haven't. You know, I, I have not heard that. 
Yeah, they I mean, how often do you hear uh, the word vasectomy in the yeah. same sentence as birth control? Yeah, they don't even believe yeah. in birth control, like taking a pill or nothing. They don't believe it. So, yeah, it would, vasectomy would be like birth control. So, yeah, they don't have anything to do with any kind of birth control. But they can drink like a fish and, you know, do whatever else they want to do. But, you know, for God forbid you take a birth control pill. That'll send you straight to hell. So, yeah, that's that's a Catholic belief. That's not so much a Protestant okay, belief. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so uh, along, along this logic— Okay, uh, along this logic, if I'm sitting in a bar and I start talking to a girl and she says, hey, you want to come home with me? And I refuse. Technically speaking, I could have had sex with her That's birth and I could have I could have got her pregnant. <laughs> so therefore, I just committed a sin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but if you would have had sex with her, it would have been premarital uh, sex, so therefore it would have been a sin. Yeah, yeah it's a trap. It's Literally like, everything it's, you it's do a is a sin. sin. No matter, yeah, it's a sin no matter what. Catch 22. That, <laughs> Say that again. Catch 22, either way you go. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's put it this way then. If you're in a marriage and one or the other says, hey, let's have sex, and I know I don't feel good, I got a headache, whatever, that's a sin. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, but if you force usually it, that's a woman who thinks she has a headache. Usually, it's a, again? Woman, usually it's a woman who says she has a headache, and women are supposed to be subservient to men, so yeah. you know that also makes it a sin. But no, no, there you go. So she sinned twice. She prevented a pregnancy, and she disobeyed her husband. Yeah. You know, when you really break it down, a lot of religion just comes off as really stupid. <laughs> like, come on, man. Really? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I, I just uh, I don't understand the world today. I just don't get it. But anyway, yeah. it, it's no, like, I'm like 20 years younger than you, and I don't understand people or the world today. <laughs> it's gotten worse. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you, it's gotten worse, not better. I always figured that you know, as I got older, I'm sure I'm going to understand the world more. No, it's gotten worse. Uh, it's gotten way worse. It's gotten worse, and. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where all this is going, but I can tell you this. We will be back Thursday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here where you're listening to us right now. We will be live. Shane will have the show for that. Uh, tomorrow night, we have your show at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, what, you want to tell us a little bit about that? You want to preview it a little bit? No, i got a, a promo I'm going to run. Other than that, it's going to be our same old regular stuff, uh, regular show. Super uh, and Company, right? Excuse me. Yes, yes, yes. Be me, Eagle Scout, and uh, well, it's Eagle Scout better be here. He's on vacation, so he ain't got no reason. He's got his gaming vacation. <laughs> his what? Gaming his vacation. Gaming. Vacation. <laughs> gaming. Okay. That's I don't know I, what that is, but it sounds interesting. This is vacation to much... play video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I call it. But uh, all right. It was uh, it was kind of a running joke back when we were working together. Like Matt would call off, and we'd be like, "Oh, you must have gotten a new video game." Or yeah. oh, Fallout Four came out, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Hey. Uh, all right, uh, Jack Casey. Any uh, anything you want you want to preview for tomorrow night, or anything you got going on you want to mention? I haven't really been online much all weekend, so I, I got to start digging up some stories. Um, but it will be a good show tomorrow night. Yeah. It usually yeah. is. So. Yeah. That's yeah. It'll awesome. be good. But. Uh, other than that, yes, I'll, uh, I don't have anything. I don't even have a story yet, to be honest with you. I'm going to get work on that tomorrow because I am <laughs> off work tomorrow. But it don't take well, me you long. Always got, you yeah. always got a story. Oh, yeah, I got a story every yeah, time you turn around. All yeah. you've got to do is open your mouth and you start telling stories. Man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my You are a natural-born talker. Yeah, yeah. 
I was listening to somebody today, they were talking about their mother, and they said, well, you know, my mother never met a stranger, and that's one thing Christina said about me. I'll be in a line. when she, Not so much now, but when we first got together, I'd be in the grocery store line. I'd just start shooting the crap with somebody, and we'd start to leave, and I'd be down in Georgia where I'm from, and she'd be like, oh, you know them? I said, no, first time I ever met them. I just talked to them, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> i just start shooting a breeze with anybody, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I have that ability, too, and Quinn always asks, like, how I can do that, just, like, talk to a random person i'm like you just gotta get over your yeah. anxiety and just you know they don't want to talk to you they don't want to talk to you you know we're all just yeah. people in the world we all just and that people happens put... sometimes that happens sometimes go yeah. ahead we're all just people put our pants on one leg at a time so you know if they don't want to talk to, i mean i've talked to people and you get that vibe they don't want to talk so i shut up but if they talk i just talk with them so it is what it is yeah well that's cool Anyway, you can check out Sugar and Company tomorrow night on Spreaker, and you guys are on iTunes, too, so you can yeah. check out that show tomorrow night, and that is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be back, Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. Peace out. Have a good night. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. <laughs> the GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance.